30 seconds and counting. Hello, my name is Mikhail. I'm Ireland's first space travel agent. Today, we'll talk with me and we'll discuss IDEA Space Travel Company, what we do and why. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. So, IDEA Space Travel, what are you doing and why? People know about some projects available today in space tourism, like Virgin Galactic, Blue Origin. People know about them because they're in the news and quite frequently. But I realized that people don't know about so many other projects. And I thought maybe it is time for someone like me to be a travel agent, similar to the old-time travel agents uh, who were helping us to go to some tourist destinations like Spain or Finland, um, who can advise, tell us what's available, and help us to book. And I thought, maybe we should do that with space. When I started digging, I found out there, there are so many new projects available now, available soon. And every time I was looking, I was finding one additional project. It was usually once per week. And once I crossed 30, I realized it's time. It's time to do that. So I need to be there for people who want to know what's available. And it's not just space tourism. I discovered many projects close to that, uh, space-like, space-related experience, which resemble space travel or maybe uh, allow you to practice one side of it. And it totally qualifies as a space trip, or at least one side of it. So I thought I should put them there and let people choose so that at least they are aware. So that's how IDEA Space Travel Company was born, and that's what I'm doing. I'm a travel agent for space tourism and atmospheric adventures. So I decided to package all different projects in different groups, and I start with flights to the moon. There are several projects there. S flights to the space stations. Some of them are being built now. Uh, flights to orbit, suborbital flights, stratospheric flights. Uh, uh, high-altitude jet flights, glider flights, uh, VR, space experience, even high-altitude skydives. And as I said, there are so many of them. And every time I look, I find something else. And that's my job, help people to know, help people to choose, and help people to book. I'm a travel agent. Why do we need your services? People need my services because... A, they don't even know what's available. Uh, and I'm doing this job for them. I collect all the information, I put that together, I group it, I sort it, I package it, I make it available, make it visible, so that people at least know what's there. I help them to make decisions. Since I collect all information about the projects themselves, about the price, about the safety, about the training, I help people to understand them better and make decisions which ones will fit their budget, which ones will fit their safety perceptions, uh, which ones will fit their bucket list scope and just their plans, so that I help them to make a decision. Uh, and then I help them to book. Well, they actually can book directly. Uh, but the plan is that I'll be offering a discount and I'll also be packaging other services like insurance and travel to the destination, from the destination and others to make it attractive. But the general big idea is to make people aware of what's available. What value do you bring to your customers? 
when I was starting this project, I thought about this myself. Uh, what value am I bringing to my customers? What value am I bringing to my partners, the space companies? And um, many of us have this imposter syndrome when we think, oh, actually, we're not good for that. We shouldn't do that. And I was struggling with that for a long time in my previous life. But here, it was kind of easy because I thought, no, wait a second. I'm a rocket scientist by training. For seven long years, I studied spacecraft design, uh, lots, of, lots of math and physics and orbital mechanics and structural design and thermal protection and life support systems and a lot of other stuff. And uh, even though when I graduated in 1993, uh, space industry in the USSR was really dead. They didn't need us, so I had to switch to civil aviation. But there I carried this knowledge with me. And I stayed connected with space uh, industry all these years. I was helping several projects in my uh, alma mater university, and I always was somehow connected. I met people, I met astronauts, cosmonauts, read a lot. And that helps me, that helps me to understand all these technical projects better today. It's not like I know everything, but I know that I can learn almost everything, even all these new fancy projects and design. And not just that, I spent some time teaching high school students uh, during my university years as a kind of a side job experience. And I learned very quickly that uh, if you want to explain something to 12-year-olds, 13-year-olds, uh, you have to be very clear uh, and uh, very sharp and uh, so they can understand you and so they can even listen to you. And I think I'm bringing that into this project. I can understand technical subjects and I ex can explain them to my customers so that they can understand them better. Um, you shouldn't sign for anything you don't understand, especially in the field of space travel. My second um, specialization is every weekend I go into to an airfield in, um, in Ireland and I train people to skydive. I'm a skydiving instructor. I have to teach them all these different subjects and topics, and some of them are scary, some of them are difficult, uh, but I have to make sure that they know them well and they're not afraid, and they will perform in the air, and then I go up with them, and we jump, and uh, I protect them, I make sure that they are safe, and I make sure that they learn. And that's another experience, which is not exactly space flight, but it's pretty close, and it helps me to ensure that my students are safe, and in the same way, I will work really hard to ensure that my customers for space tourism are safe. Third one, uh, again related to skydiving, I, I'm a competitive skydiver. I competed several times and um, also I was part of the world record attempts. Some of them were successful, some of them were not successful, but all of these records, that's when you're pushing the limits a bit further than normal life. And you need to learn where you should stop, where the danger is. Again, it's related to safety, I'm bringing this into idea space travel. I will never ever let you cross the safety margin. That's the plan. That's my value. How much does it cost? Different projects um, have different prices on them. And um, the beauty of the menu which I created is that it's a really wide range of projects with wide range of prices. The most expensive for today 
is a moon flyby. If you have 300 million on your bank account, you can pay for a Starship rocket flyby around the moon uh, for yourself and uh, several crew members. And three uh, billionaires already bought these flights. Uh, the Starship still has to fly. The first test flight will has ha happened this year. Second will happen soon. But we're all con pretty confident that this will happen. So it will fly to the moon. There are also flights to space station, and uh, some of them are available now. Some of them are coming soon. The price range here is between 55 and 180 million. Uh, 180 for six months, 55 million for a couple of weeks. Uh, again, for 55 million ish, you can go to space, just fly around in the orbit for several days. If you want to go suborbital, you can uh, go with companies like Blue Origin or Virgin Galactic. That's several minutes in weightlessness in space. And now we are talking six to seven digit numbers, uh, between half a million and millions. Then we go further or down into the atmosphere. You can go stratospheric balloon flights and spend two hours above 30, 40 kilometers altitude looking down the Earth. Uh, you will be above most of the atmosphere. The price uh, range there is between 50, 120,000. You can have high altitude glider flights, um, jet uh, flights, uh, sitting in the pilot seat trying to steer. And there we're talking 5, 20, 30, 40,000. Uh, virtual reality space experience, hundreds of euros, hundreds of dollars. Zero-G flights, you can experience the weightlessness, uh, same as on the space flight. We're talking $9,000, $10,000. You can do some exotic skydives. Um, you can go f and jump from really high altitudes, uh, 10 kilometers, 30,000 feet. You'll be in full thermal uh, oxygen equipment. The price range there is different from pro pro professional skydivers, slightly less for normal people slightly higher, uh, between five and $20,000. There are several projects which I list in my menu of adventures, which are not necessarily space flights, but uh, they're fun. Like there is a hangar in Normandy where you can be attached to a helium balloon and they teach you how to flap your wings and you can go up and down or flying solo in the hangar or in the big cave not far from that and the price tickets there between 60 and 70. Euro. Some of the projects are free. Uh, as I said, if you, if you are selected by billionaires who will fly to the moon, you can go for free. If you apply for a sponsored space flight um, and impress the selecting committee, uh, you can be selected and, and go on one of those flights for free. Uh, some virtual reality space tours are free. Uh, and um, some skydives, normal skydives, uh, between and four hundred dollars that's probably the lowest uh, price range in my menu but the prices in this set of projects they will fit any budget if you have a dream I'm sure you will find something which you can do who are your customers my customers are First of all, I was thinking about a niche, the, the sweet spot for, for this project. And uh, I worked in aircraft leasing. Um, I, um, during, in my work, I was dealing with lawyers, 
in my own normal lives we're dealing with doctors and dentists so we always hear about IT experts um, a lot of them are here in Ireland so there are certain groups of people in Ireland and Ireland is my main market I, I'm here my company is based here and Ireland customers are my main customers so if people have good salaries and I'm being six digits salaries uh, they can afford some of the projects in the middle of my product range. Uh, we're talking about stratospheric flights, maybe Virgin Galactic flights, zero-G flights, uh, between ten and $1,000 and maybe half a million or more. If you have a project like that on your bucket list and it's once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, I thought people will want to do that. The problem is that usually people are not even aware that these projects exist, and that's the value I'm bringing to them. I can show them the availability, and then they can make their decision. So this is my key group of customers, uh, managers, mid-managers, salespeople, IT managers, uh, doctors, dentists, lawyers, uh, who I think should know about this. And if they want to try that, that's it. 300 million, 180 million, yeah, you guess, I guess you know what kind of people can afford that. And uh, this, the cheap projects, the 100 euro, the 50 euro, um, 1,000 euro, these projects are there just for everyone. Uh, people, if they find this information on my website, they can go and look, and that's it. It's just there for them, so that they're aware. The model, uh, business model for idea space travel is commission. Uh, I don't charge the passengers. I don't charge the actual people who will fly to space. I help them to find the information, to book, uh, to choose and to book. And then um, I receive percentage from the company which actually performs the flight. Part of that commission, I will be happy to apply to a discount uh, for the passenger so that I can attract you instead of booking directly. So that's how the business will work. And who are your clients, partners? My clients and partners are space companies, uh, similar to the travel agent model of the past when you would help a person to buy a ticket on some airline and maybe book a hotel. So airlines and hotels were partners uh, for a travel agent and passengers were customers. The same way space companies are my partners. Uh, companies like Space Perspective, Worldview, which will fly uh, passengers uh, in stratospheric, under the stratospheric balloons and the capsules to 30 th uh, kilometers. Uh, companies like SpaceX, who are sending people to a space station, uh, some high altitude skydiving drop zones, uh, virtual reality companies, zero G companies. They are my partners. And the plan is that eventually I will have agreements with those of the, most of those companies uh, so that I can book the passengers. What other companies uh, are doing this? You'll be surprised, but there are so many companies similar to me all over the world. Uh, there are travel agents, the big posh travel agents uh, who would book you a super yacht or VIP jet safari over Africa. And um, these companies are already offering some of the space projects. Uh, they can help you book a uh, flight with Virgin Galactic or Blue Origin or uh, some of those um, airship tours to North Pole. Uh, there are many such companies and they do offer similar service. There are companies um, like uh, VIP charter companies who also offer as a side 
business, flight tra- uh, space flight travel. And there are several one-man shows, small companies, who constant, uh, specialize just purely on the space tourism. And these projects, these companies are everywhere, all over the world, in US, in UK, in France, in Germany. Uh, I'm the only one in Ireland, for as, far as, as far as I know. Maybe there is more, so I'll speak up. Uh, but these companies exist. And actually, I'm listing these companies on my website so that people are aware that uh, it's available. Uh, they are free to go and book with someone else, or they're free to go and book directly with the space company themselves. Our role here is to inform people what's available so that we broaden the reach of the space companies and so that people are aware what's available. If they have a dream uh, and they even afraid to dream that big because they think, oh, it's not possible. No, it is. Most of these projects available are coming soon. And that's the job of us as a community of space travel agents. And there will be more in the future. So you're offering all these projects. Are they safe? Safety. It's, uh, it's not an easy topic. Space is hard. Space travel is dangerous. If you're sitting on top of thousands and thousands of tons of explosives and you rely on uh, on computers and robots to send you to to the orbit of course you should worry uh, it's not an easy job everything has to work perfectly a lot of things have to work perfectly at the same time uh, space travel is um, quite mature industry um, first space flights uh, happened many many years ago 1961 uh, first people went to orbit before that, so 1957, first satellites. Uh, there were a lot of suborbital flights before that in the late uh, 40s. Uh, since then, the industry was developing, maturing, and manned space flight um, became mature and robust enough for civilians to start flying. And space tourism is not new. Uh, engineers, scientists started to fly to space uh, in the 80s, a long time ago. Uh, space industry is subject to certification and uh, tests and more tests and uh, oversight by uh, government bodies. But at the same time, it still remains um, new. Uh, it remains big. It, it remains complicated. It remains hard. Accidents do happen. And if you look in the history of spaceflight, you will see that... Um, it does happen. Quite recently, we had several incidents with unmanned rockets. Uh, for the manned flight, the certification, the test procedures are even more robust. Uh, additional mechanism, redundancies, safety uh, measures should be implemented to save the crew, uh, to minimize damage to, to the ground. And all this has been implemented now. For the commercial space flights, it's all there. It's all in work. All companies trying really hard to make it as safe as possible. But you cannot guarantee absolute safety. For absolute safety, the rockets will never fly because you cannot guarantee 100% reliability. When we talk to the passengers, when I talk to people who are interested in the space flight and commercial space flight, we'll talk about all the details um, related to their potential project to understand what are the risks, how they are mitigated, what are the safety measures, what are the emergency escape systems, what the company, the operator, uh, do to ensure the safety of the passenger. That's the best answer I can give. 
space is hard. It's rocket science. But if you want to go to space, and people are dreamy creatures, uh, and they are curious, we always seek adventures, or most of us, and if you really want to do that, look around, check with travel agents like me, check with the space companies, and see if it's available, if it's affordable, and if it's doable, and if it's acceptable for you on the risk and safety side. Again, I pull here my skydiving experience. People think that skydiving is dangerous and unsafe and, and crazy. Uh, they're not exactly right. Uh, it's a very mature sport, but it's not 100% safe because inc accidents happen. It's a sport. When we train our students, when we prepare our gear, when we, uh, when we make sure that our airplanes are all maintained properly, we work really, really hard to make this dangerous activity safe, as safe as we can do. And we succeed. Uh, in skydiving, the accidents, the incidents are very rare when you look at the statistics versus the number of jumps. Space, similar. People work hard to make it safe. And the more flights happen in the future now, the more safer it will be. Why did you decide to do this? I made this decision in 2021. As I said, I kept uh, looking into space projects, I was really interested since my graduation in 1990s. Uh, space is really interesting, was really interesting for me. But in 2021, curious thing happened. Uh, in the second half of the year, uh, there was a big growth in space tourism, actually from zero to a lot of projects. Uh, there were two flights in Russia. Uh, one crew, uh, film crew, went to space to make the first fiction film, fiction movie in space. Um, a Japanese billionaire prepared uh, and flew to space station uh, with his um, assistant. And uh, there were three flights by Blue Origin, suborbital flights. There was one flight by Virgin Galactic, a company flight, but with four people on board and two pilots. And um, there was one flight by SpaceX, uh, Inspiration4 project, commercial, commercial flight. So all these flights happened within six months. There were also space tourism flights in uh, the beginning of, of the century, in between 2001 and 2011, I believe. But uh, they were only uh, with, the Soviet, with the Russian uh, space uh, agency and then they stopped because uh, there were no seats available on Soyuz spaceship because uh, Soyuz had to carry American astronauts to the International Space Station after space shuttle program stopped so there was there was no tourism for almost 10 years but in 2021 it all came back and I thought wow this is very interesting this is very interesting and that's when I started thinking about maybe my experience, uh, my combination of experiences can, can help me uh, do something about it. But then I started digging deeper and I found all other projects available uh, and coming up soon. New space stations uh, which have been designed and been built. Um, Dear Moon project, that's that uh, moon flyby by, by Starship. Uh, I was very skeptical about Starship, by the way, uh, SpaceX, but I started digging deeper into that project and I realized it all kind of makes sense it probably will fly uh, then I discovered stratospheric uh, balloon flights uh, we, I had no idea they existed and that really pissed me off because I thought that price range it was fitting me perfectly in my previous job I 
could have afforded that. Well, they were not available yet, but I thought there are many people uh, like me who would be able to afford it, but they have no idea. So once I started discovering all these new projects available there, I thought, this is it. I should do it. I should put it all together and start telling people about it. Also, in 21, in August, I was in a car accident, and um, it kind of grounded me for almost a year. I, I couldn't really do my previous job. I had to leave my job. I couldn't skydive. And this was a bit depressing. But also, on the bright side, it emphasizes that life is short. And um, in my case, uh, someone died in that uh, car accident, a person really dear to me. And me and my sister were injured. And again, it emphasizes the fact that you should not postpone your dreams too far into the future because your future may never come. Some stupid accident can happen and you'll be no more. If you dream, dream big and dream faster and try to do it. And I thought, first of all, for my dream, if I wanted to do that, I should do it now. And second of all, this will be a service for other dreamers who want to do something like that, and I'll provide them with this service. So 2021, that's why... That's when and that's why I decided to do it. And being a startup founder, it's a very interesting experience. Um, but I never regretted that. Uh, I, I still enjoy the ride and I'll see if it works out. I sh I'm sure it will. Uh, I strongly recommend you to try uh, something on your own. And again, dream big and don't be afraid to dream because that's the biggest thing. People just are too scared. They think, no, we, we, we shouldn't. We will never be able to do that. Oh, it's difficult or expensive or people will laugh at me. No, who cares? Life is short. Who cares? Do it now. So that's why I decided to do it in 21. Now, why are you really doing this? What's the end game? Now, the real reason, the true reason, or like a background reason for, for this project is this. A space industry, space economy, will grow big very soon, very quickly. Uh, several companies, and SpaceX comes to mind first, are working really hard to totally disrupt this industry and to drop the price of the space flight by a factor of 10, probably, even less. Uh, the, the cost of one kilo to orbit will drop from two, three thousand dollars per kilo to probably 100 or 50 or 20. And this will open up the whole new opportunities for the space industry. There will be factories in space, there will be power stations in space, there will be hotels in space. Uh, the internet, the uh, backbone will be lifted to space. There will be resources developed in space. Uh, defense people will be really happy to do their things in space. And this industry will grow. And now we are at the crossing point when... Uh, well, if we're not fast enough, um, you never know. All these wars and nuclear weapons and asteroids flying around. What if we're just late a little bit and we don't develop this rocket in time and we as humanity are wiped out or maybe CO2 rises and we all sink in the oceans uh, where space can actually have a solution for that. And why I'm really doing this? I want people who have money for VIP jets or 
yachts, big yachts, expensive yachts travel, or big African safaris, or something more expensive, uh, which they can afford, uh, good for them. But maybe if they consider the space flight, this will divert the funds into the space industry, where we need it now to develop faster. And maybe we will develop faster, and we'll make it to the moon, we'll make it to the Mars, we'll uh, settle the Mars, we'll develop a robust space industry and very fancy rockets, which will protect us one day from another big asteroid. Dinosaurs didn't have it, but we may. And we may save not just us, humanity, but the whole Earth. And that's my true reason. I want to help Earth to protect themselves. If people are interested, where they can find information about Idea Space Travel and your projects? Idea Space Travel has a website where we list all projects in space, space stations, moon flyby, stratospheric balloon flights, airship flights, glider flights, uh, high altitude skydives. There. If you're interested, you can go to idare.space, I-D-A-R-E.space, and you can see it there. Uh, this website has all the links to the operator's website, so you can book directly, or you can talk to me. And uh, the website also has all, all the contact information. We also have a podcast, this podcast, um, uh, where we discuss all these projects. We meet with people who are part of the space companies or planning to do the flights or did the flights or work um, in zero-g companies or do skydiving. So we discuss it in detail. So you can make up your mind by listening to people who have done it before. And again, on the website, I dare at space, there are links to all the podcasts, but the name of the podcast is High Altitude Adventures. And if you search for that, you will find it on all podcast platforms and on YouTube. Thank you for listening and watching. You can find this podcast episode on YouTube channel and all audio podcast platforms. Thank you and goodbye.